0: Welcome to the Tin Lounge. You've stumbled on one of our short episodes called The Mini Bar, where we discuss a current relevant topic pertaining to the travel industry. I'm Teresa, owner of Get Out Custom Travels and creator of Fan With
1: Intention. And I'm Corrine, creator of Travel Biz Boss and co-owner of Journey's Travel Company. We won't let you leave without some headlines, so stay with us until the end for excess baggage. Hey, Teresa. Yes, Corrine. Your voice sounds a little funny. What happened?
0: (laughs) Well... It was a combination of um, the very cold conference air. Um, but I think what really did it in was when I rode um, Mako four times at SeaWorld in, in a, row. a row. And each time I still screamed the same amount. And I feel like I did that to myself. So <laughs> still recovering. At least I have some kind of voice right now. But it's, it's a little bit of a struggle. But I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get through it. Um, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the conference, um, I wanted to give a shout out to a few people that I saw there, Amelia, Mike, um, Christy, and Michelle, and everyone else who was there who might have said hi that I don't remember, but those are the four that I remember. And um, I know we had mentioned Amelia and Mike before. mm mm-hmm. But we had dinner one night um, with Vicki Freed and Amelia and Mike were there. And Mike, he pulls me to the side. He's like, hey, you know, love the podcast. Sometimes they even listen to your episodes, you know, two or three times because I miss parts of it because I'm multitasking. So I'm like, I don't want to miss it. I got to listen to you multiple times. And I'm like, no, nah, I got to tell my husband at least one guy <laughs> listens to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. I also have some gentlemen friends that listen who I used to volunteer with, who are very sweet and listen just to hear my voice, which I love so much.
0: Yeah. It's like Um, when they miss you, they can just turn on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And my
1: my oldest sister says that. Sometimes I just listen just to hear your voice. Yeah. But we keep referring to the conference. Why don't you share what t- conference you are?
0: It was the to. TPI Rocks Conference, and it yes. took place at Renaissance uh, next to SeaWorld in Orlando. So it was a really fun time. Um, Dondra was there. Vicky Free was there. Um, it was just so nice seeing like, old and new advisors. So many advisors joined within the past year and a half. And I'm like, why? But now, you know, obviously they didn't have the trauma that we dealt with. Um, so they're still very excited and it was just so good to see everyone and see the suppliers again. Um, so it was really, really wonderful. And our farewell event was at SeaWorld Orlando. So that's where I rode that coaster four times. And the fourth time was a mistake, but I was peer pressured into it. And I knew it was a mistake when the little secure things locked over our laps. It clicked and locked,
1: and I was like, oh no, this is a mistake. <laughs> but it was too late. Well, let me tell you, I should have been at that conference. The FOMO was absolutely painful, especially when I saw the sloth. Oh my goodness, the sloth. <laughs> well, I should. I think it might be offensive. Our team actually was awarded for being one of the top ten agencies. That that definitely was the highlight. I don't want to diminish that by talking about a sloth. But when I saw the sloth, I screamed (laughs) inside my head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah, I walked into the trade show and uh, Sylvia, one of the TPI staff, she's like, "Hey." there's a sloth here. And I'm like, no, there's not. And she's like, yes, there is. I'm like, nope, you're lying to me. And she literally took my hand and like walked me to the sloth. And I got lucky because the sloth was still awake then. Cause I think it was within the next 20 minutes or so. it fell asleep and they ended up taking it Aww. back because it got tired,
1: but I was so, so glad so to see that. Yeah. He got sleepy. Oh my gosh. <sighs> well, I'm sad. I missed it. I'm never missing again. Already registered for next year. This is not missable. nope not at all everyone was
0: like where's kareem i'm like well she decided not to
1: come this year had i known that we would find a new home so quickly i would have done it but it (laughs) i never dreamed that we would find one that quickly i thought it was going to be like this crazy process so right right well before we jump into our conversation this week we wanted to give a shout out to our podcast network trav market media head on over to travmarketmedia.com where you can find other amazing podcasts to grow and build your business
0: all right. News of the week. My voice just cracked. Um, news of the week. New requirements for travel because of Omicron concerns, specifically for reentry into the U.S. So if you haven't heard this by now, check it out. But we'll tell you right here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It used to be for U.S. citizens. If you were vaccinated, you could test within 72 hours slash three days before re-entry into the U.S., And if you were unvaccinated, it was only one day. Now, things have changed to, in spite of whatever vaccination status you are,
1: you can only test one day before re-entry into the U.S. That's right. And I just had to quickly shift because I am sitting in the OG original
0: recording uh, recording studio, studio,
1: (laughs) which is at my parents' house where we were staying right before we moved to Mexico, and, um, so we are, we were planning to come to Orlando. It's a very quick whirlwind trip. We are getting booster shots and doing some work stuff and then back out the door. But, um, we had planned to go get tested on Saturday. We had all of our plans in place and I think Thursday or Friday, I was like, this isn't looking good. I'm just going to start making arrangements. And luckily, mm-hmm we can have someone come to the house very inexpensively. So that's what we did on Sunday. Then I was stressing because another advisor that I know and respect on Instagram kept saying 24 hours. And I was like, I'm not crazy. It's a day, right? It's not 24 hours. It's one day. And then I, (laughs) but you sort of go in panic mode when all of a sudden all your plans are out the window. And I mean, as we can see with all of our clients, just a sudden change like that. And everybody's up in arms and even myself, which it was not a big deal. It's just that like, I had a plan in place, and now that Mm -hmm. plan is shot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think this makes that um, at-home test with the telehealth session that much more valuable Mm -hmm. because I, you know, at least for my clients, you you can get test results back pretty quickly now. Um, Just all around the world, especially in major tourist areas, um, we've progressed, thankfully, to a point where COVID tests aren't going to take three days for you to get the result. Right. So um, it is easy enough to get a COVID test done. But like, what if your schedule doesn't allow that? So being able to have a backup, like the at-home test, or the telehealth session, like I'm bringing a pack with me to Portugal when I go um, later on this week, because even though we'll probably on the fam have time to get our COVID test done for re-entry into the US, I don't want to risk it. So I bring that box with me and, um, you know, in some places getting an antigen test can still be pretty expensive depending on where you are. So these tests, as far as I know, can only be ordered online. Mm -hmm. So, um, I know I had a client who was trying to look for them at CVS and there were a few other people I know who were trying to look for them at CVS for these ones with a supervised session. As far as I know, can only be ordered online. So it'll make traveling that much more exciting, I guess. Things are changing, but I feel like we're at a point – I was telling Jen Lee this at TPR Rocks. So I'm like, no matter what new thing comes out, we've already weathered so much that we're just like shoulder shrugs, like, ah, else? We got it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll figure it out.
1: I mean, I immediately was checking the different resort – you know, I have clients going to different all-inclusive right. resorts, and they, just like that, are on their website saying, don't worry, mm-hmm. we have it covered. Yeah, Um, But they also extended the mask mandate for planes and trains to Mm -hmm. March. So it was set to expire on January 18th and now will be in place until at least March 18th. So -hmm. this is the third time it's being extended.
0: Yeah. I mean, even without a mandate, I just can't see myself being on a plane anymore without a mask on just because in general – Some people are gross. And if I could just like wear a mask, I I don't know where you've been. I don't know what air you've breathed. And just regular illnesses. I'd rather not catch a cold like on a flight or whatever else people are releasing from their bodies
1: on a plane. I'm definitely down for continuing to wear a mask on a plane for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very excited to get my booster shot so I can feel... I mean, where I live, everyone, it's still mandated to wear masks inside everywhere, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to feel much more confident when I'm out on the streets outside.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's just another sense of, I don't want to say, okay, I think confidence is the better word. And I think we talked about this. Like you just feel like, okay, I have done what I can to just protect myself the best that I can
1: at this time. So so good luck with your booster. <laughs> well, thank you. And uh, Dr. Fauci is quoted in this article that, and saying it will take approximately two more weeks to have a more definitive, to have more definitive information on the transmissibility, severity, and other characteristics of the variant. So I think we're all probably just waiting to see how it goes. But I agree with you at this point. All we can do is wait and see. I just don't have it in me to get too worked up over anything. I'm dead inside. Not at
0: all. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) we're not dead. We're just numb. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I feel like we have what it takes to be able to address things like this. And we know people who have had clients test positive while they're traveling. And I had a client who's thankfully on their trip now who was um, exposed to COVID and they did multiple tests throughout the week prior to um, their trip. And I had a backup plan set, you know, I'm like, if they tell me their PCR test comes back positive, this is, these are the next steps I'm going to take. And I had given the suppliers a heads up, so they were ready to address anything if we should need to make changes. And I think that's where we need to be as advisors is just be ready, you know, get all the information you can and prepare for anything to happen. So we're just hoping for the best, but definitely prepare for anything.
1: Yep. Tired of that. Um, the next article we have, <laughs> I was really excited to see, it's from Travel Weekly. The title is Could Marriott Settlement Be the End of Resort Fees? And I know that it's frustrating for clients and it's a lot of extra work for us to try to get to the bottom of what the real price is going to be. And so somebody did something about it. And now, after an investigation into the practice of price or drip pricing, Fees above the stated rate that are only gradually disclosed as consumers go through the booking process or even revealed only when checking in, Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro believed Marriott was in violation of consumer protection laws. Instead of filing charges, the Attorney General agreed to a settlement in which Marriott committed to prominently disclosing the total price of a hotel stay, including room rate and all other mandatory fees, on the first page of its booking website as part of the total room rate. Wouldn't I know it'd be advi- beautiful.
0: It would be amazing. And I know as an industry advisors we've all been saying like why isn't it just added into the nightly rate? Like it should be added in because you're you're going to Vegas, right? And it's like, "Oh, it's so cheap. It's like $x amount of dollars per night." And it's like, "Oh, but that's not all of it. You also have the $45 plus tax a day of a resort fee or a hotel fee for All these random amenities, right? Like amenities you probably won't even be using.
1: Yep. Actually, in the article, NerdWallet travel expert Sally French said resort fees have long been an irritant for travelers. And she has personally booked rooms in Las Vegas that were advertised at $100 and eventually discovered that fees and taxes brought the final price closer to $200. And that's exactly what they're doing is they're Mm -hmm. getting you in with that lead-in pricing. Right. You know, and I have this issue a little bit with cruise lines. They, they put in the lead-in pricing, but it doesn't include taxes and fees.
0: Or gratuities or any of those things.
1: Right. And so I will have clients that have been booked on a cruise emailing me, my price dropped, my price dropped. And I go in, and that's not the case at all. They're looking at that lead-in pricing that doesn't, you know, and I have to say you have to go all the way through to the end until you're about to pay. Right. So – I guess I could say I wish that would not be the case either. And then also when I'm quoting cruises, sometimes it's like I'm shooting myself in the foot because I'm giving them the price, including everything. Mm -hmm. And to them they're like, oh, I can get it cheaper online. Yeah. So so it's like not in my best interest to quote them what I think is more ethical. Right. Yeah. I mean, in that, in those cases, I just tell them like, go
0: online. I know you think you see the price that's cheaper. Mm. Go online, but you have to go all the way through, go to the end, like right before you put your credit card information in and see what that price is, because it's going to be almost always the same, if not more than what I'm offering you.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, too, this is two totally different things because the Mm -hmm. cruise line, you know, it's just your basically your taxes and port fees, which are a fraction of what the total cruise price is. Whereas, like they mentioned, Mm -hmm. your hotel price can nearly double sometimes, which is insane. Um, Yeah. It
0: says here that um, even Motel 6 is charging extra fees, but they call it a cleaning fee. I can't even believe Motel 6 is charging fees. Um, You go to New York and the hotels charge you a destination fee. Yep, um, and so that will make it seem like it's a mandatory fee. But this article says if the hotel controls it, they charge for it and they require you to pay for it every night. That should be included in the room rate. Exactly. It's not like the government. Like in, I know in parts of Europe, like Italy, for example, there's like a city tax that yep. can't be paid in advance. You have to pay. You know, it's very nominal at the hotel, and it's, yes, it's very nominal. But for this, it's like, hey, hotel, you're the one who's in who's in control of this. Yep. So
1: be be
0: more up front.
1: Um, So hopefully this, uh, you know, this will be the first domino and we will see this. Actually, it says that French said Marriott's move could help build trust with new and existing customers. And she expects the change to cascade to other brands. Mm -hmm. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Simplicity is so much more attractive.
0: Yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, if a client is hit with a resort fee, you're going to be the one who's going to be hearing the complaints from them. Like, hey, you know, can't believe it was an additional X amount of dollars a night for things we didn't even use. Like, there's still listed under amenities. Like, daily newspaper. Like, why? Yeah.
1: (laughs) And the other thing is, um, it's nerve-wracking for us as advisors because particularly when we are using suppliers and wholesalers to book these it's not always clearly disclosed so that so then we have to do extra work by going to check the hotel website and it's just so much more work mm-hmm. for us so Great. adios <laughs> <laughs> what do we have next so
0: there is a caribbean island called saint martin that is undergoing of <laughs> i don't know if you've ever heard of saint martin um <laughs> they're undergoing an impressive tourism growth. Mm -hmm. And this is even with COVID. So this is an article um, from Travel Age West that talks about how tourism in St. Martin has done more than simply rebound. It's soaring and arrivals have surged past pre-pandemic numbers. How, why, what are they doing? So they talked with the director of the tourism board or the director of tourism at the tourism board and um, you know, she gives a lot of detail as to why and what they were they were they've been doing during COVID to increase those
1: numbers. I mean, I think it's obvious that being able to get an authentic French croissant is the reason.
0: See, I did not know that. Caribbean's not my big thing. So I did not know I could get
1: an authentic French croissant. Well, you know, St. Martin is divided between the Dutch side and that the French I know. side. Mm-hmm. Well, on the French side, it's French. So <laughs> you can get amazing french food french pastries that's it right that's what she said that's the reason that's the that's the only thing
0: she's like we flew in extra butter from france (laughs) and it was the croissants the croissants really did it (laughs) so what's attracting so many travelers to st martin aside from the croissants Mm -hmm. st martin has proven to be accessible and safe for travelers throughout the pandemic they have streamlined their entry protocols as much as possible And maintaining the health of their locals and tourists is their utmost priority. So starting November 1st of 2021, the COVID-19 testing requirement for vaccinated travelers, it was waived, while all non-vaccinated individuals must still show proof of a negative test when arriving. And they also are offering um, a visitor's protection plan, which is just $15, and it covers expenses in the worst case event that they test positive for COVID while on the island. So it's a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's knowing that they, they are working hard to keep their numbers down. So they're not going to have a crazy spike. That's like all of a sudden borders are shut down, Yeah, which I think is a, a major fear for a lot of travelers right now.
1: Yep. And uh, they also said that the fact that people can almost visit two countries and one has been very attractive. Plus, It's much closer, right? There's no overnight flight to get to Mm St. Martin. uh, And you get to have the Dutch side and the French side and be in the Caribbean. So really, that's more like three destinations, in my opinion. Three in one. Mm -hmm. And it says uh, St. Martin is also the hub of the Caribbean. So travelers that are going to a neighboring island like Saba, Anguilla, and St. Barts usually have to stop there to catch a connecting flight or boat. And, um, if you, they have, I can't remember the name of it now, there's like a certain time of year that it's just nothing but yachts there and it's like millionaire Island or something like that. So, yeah, I believe it.
0: Um, so they have a large diversity of accommodations as well. So there's something for everyone. Yep. Um, I remember being in St. Martin and it was on a cruise. It was from one of the TPI rocks when it was on the harmony of the seas. And we went to this bar that was on the beach and it was right next to the airport. So it was where you would watch like the planes come in Mm -hmm. and land and stuff like that. And it was like super close. So I remember it being a really fun time. I didn't spend too much time on the Island. It was just a port. So
1: hopefully
0: I, you know what I, I can do with a really good buttery croissant right now.
1: Yeah. I have a French bakery around the corner, so that's helpful. Oh. Um, well, not now because I'm in Orlando, but uh, they also said that St. Martin is trying to help travel advisors sell more St. Martin by implementing a grand scale initiative called Travel Agent Months, where they partnered with participating suppliers on the island, including hotels, excursion operators, stores and eateries to provide exclusive rates for travel agents to come down to St. Martin and experiencing, experience it all in their own time. And it's whenever it fits into their schedule, not like an organized fan where you have to be available for those dates. I love that flexibility Mm -hmm. and apparently it's working very well. Yeah. And we'll have this article linked in the show
0: notes and there is a link to, for you to find more information about travel agent months. If you're interested in adding that to your personal fan schedule. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So our last article is from Travel Age West called This is How Silver Sea's New Silver Nova Will Be One of the Most Sustainable Cruise Ships. It's caught my eye because they're doing a lot of innovative things. So it's, Silver Sea Cruises is launching a new luxury kit ship Jeez. in summer <laughs> 2023 named Silver Nova. And the ship will be the line's most voluminous for passengers with a 1 to 1.3 crew to guest ratio and a passenger space ratio of 75 gross register tonnage per passenger. Um, but the fun part is, it is primarily powered by a liquefied natural gas and featuring fuel cells and batteries for emission free operation while in port. It aims to be one of the most sustainable cruise ships on the market. Altogether, the Nova class of ships will accomplish a 40% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions per double suite versus its previous Muse class of which Dawn is included. Um,
0: I think one of the the biggest arguments that anti-cruisers have pre-COVID was, hey, cruise lines are not sustainable. It's hurting the environment. You know, all of these complaints and cruise ships have, you know, worked throughout the years on making their ships more sustainable, but it's so tough to take an old ship and bring it up to standards. So with this new ship and the technology they're using, it really will help with the general perception of the cruising industry. And I think as we get newer ships being built, they're becoming more sustainable in and of itself. This article lists a bunch of different things um, in terms of sustainability features that the Silver Nova will have. Um, they'll have a micro-auto gasification system, which reduces onboard waste volume for lower incineration emissions, shore power for shutting down main generators at select ports to use shore site energy, optimized hydrodynamic ship design and other low impact te- technological innovations. So, they're expecting that Nova will achieve an energy efficiency design index rating of around twenty-five percent better than International Maritime Organization requirements. So, sweet, and really the, fun.
1: Yeah, the president and CEO says our Nova class ships represent a significant investment in unprecedented technological solutions. They support our mission to preserve the planet without compromising on comfort or luxury. Silver Nova is the manifestation of Silver Sea and Royal Caribbean Group's long-term commitment to sustainability. So if you have clients that want to cruise, but they have these concerns, Silver Nova is under construction and celebrated its initial steel cutting on November 18th. And the voyages will be available for travel advisors to begin pre-selling December 16, 2021. General sales will follow on January 6, 2022. All right. Is it time for some headlines? I am ready. Oh, okay. It's time for Excess Baggage, which is a speed round of headlines that are pretty self-explanatory, so you can learn a lot in just a couple of minutes. According to Travel Market Report, wave season excitement seems untouched by Omicron. It's a sentiment Travel Market Report has heard from advisors, agency group executives, and cruise lines alike. The wave of cruise bookings that usually begins in January is already well underway. They also report that CDC has added France, Portugal, Jordan, and more to its level four very high travel advisory list because of rising cases in those countries. Travel Weekly reports that Club Med made a jubilant return to the North American mountain lodging market, opening a long-planned 322-room resort about an hour and a half drive northeast from Quebec City. Another one from them says that Celebrity Cruises has reconsidered a vaccination mandate for kids. Celebrity had announced the policy on November 30th, becoming the second cruise company after Disney Cruise Line to lower its vaccine mandate to passengers ages five and older following the CDC's November 2nd approval of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccines for children five to 11 years old. Travel Age West reports that in a show of support for the travel advisor community, Carnival Corporation's North American Cruise Brands plan to maintain current agent commission tiers through 2023. This applies to Carnival Cruise Line, Cunard, Holland America, Princess, and Seabourn. Recommend Magazine says that Cost Saver is expanding to two additional destinations with new itineraries in Australia and New Zealand for 22. As international borders begin to reopen, these new itineraries offer the expertise of guided experience with all the essentials and opportunities for travelers to tailor the trip to create their perfect bucket list adventure, the new Itineraries are available for bookings now for travel in 22 and 23. An article in Travel Pulse says that Hurtigruten Expeditions has expanded its 23-24 expeditions to West Africa and South America, adding new destinations and itineraries. Hurtigruten now offers seven expedition trips to West Africa, visiting Cape Verde, the Bisagos Islands, the Canary Islands, and other destinations, including the Gambia, Senegal, and more. As the only cruise line offering stops in these countries, the expanded lineup will provide more travelers the opportunity to visit these incredible destinations. And our high note today also comes from Travel Pulse. Inove Travel and Madeira Promotion Bureau are excited to share an opportunity for travel advisors to experience the beauty of Madeira firsthand with a buy one get one sale on nonstop flights from New York JFK to the Madeira Islands FNC. The article is linked, so go check out the details. And that's it for Excess Baggage.
0: Just a reminder that all the articles we referenced today can be found in the show notes. Please remember that
1: we didn't write the news, we're just sharing it. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and or share the show. Also, head on over to our Facebook and Instagram pages, which are both under The Tin Lounge. We'll link them in the show notes.
0: Have any questions, comments, or just want to say hello, please shoot us a DM or email us at at tinlounge.com. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye.